Welcome to the Diary of an Author podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sudo. Join me as I explore the art of writing, what it means to be a modern author, and how to travel the world as a digital nomad. If you want to stay updated on the latest tips and insights into the world of writing, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and visit amysudo.com for more. In today's episode, we'll cover the importance of an outline for writing marathons, the rarity of word sprints and wars among screenwriters, the benefits of coffee and water for creativity and hydration, setting goals to avoid distractions, and the need for rest after writing. Let's talk about writing marathons. Have you heard of word sprints and word wars in the novel writing community? They're a common practice, especially during National Novel Writing Month in November. The objective is to set word count goals and race other writers to achieve them. It's a fun and engaging way to write a novel, and I've participated in many myself. But what about screenwriting? The screenwriting community doesn't partake in these hyper-caffeinated rough draft shenanigans, probably because our first drafts are barely one-fourth the size of a novel. The average screenplay is only 25,000 words. However, I'm a proud crusader of getting through a rough draft of a screenplay within seven days, and I'm here to share my secrets with you. Let's start at the beginning. Why is speed writing a good thing? Well, a successful writing marathon taps into the part of the brain responsible for divergent thinking. This is the creative process responsible for raw creation and allows for uninhibited storytelling. Writing is like pottery. First, you have to create the clay through the creation of your rough draft. Subsequent rewrites and edits help shape your writing into its final draft form. But without the initial brain dump for the rough draft, you don't have any clay to start with. Now let's get to the tips. Tip number one is to start with an outline. The best writing marathons are guided by a thorough outline. By filling in each of the acts, assigning story beats, and outlining each of the characters, you can find and fix the big problems before they wreck your story. It's better to avoid page one rewrites at all costs, and this means making sure your idea can withstand an outline before you start typing away. If you just have a cool scene but nowhere to go, writing mindlessly may not get you where you want to go. But if you have a well-constructed vision with characters so real, you halfway expect them to walk into your office and begin chatting away, then the story will write itself. The players and situations you've constructed will spur more ideas and you just have to shepherd the action along. However, while having an outline is important, don't look at it when you're writing. Sure, you can reference your outline now and then when you get lost. But if you come up with a creative subplot or a new scene that makes your fingers tingle with excitement, write it. Then, when you go back and rewrite, you can decide if it works. That's why Final Draft has the omit button, ladies and gents. So last night was one of those nights where you're just in the flow and you don't want to stop. I cranked out 30 pages of my Act 2 for Boy Meets Assassin. I had originally set my goal for the day at 20 pages, but I got a new idea and ended up adding an extra 10 before I finally made it to bed at 1 a.m. Today, though, my brain is buzzing with words and I could barely muster the strength to write a blog post. Nevertheless, I can't stress it enough. When you get in the zone, don't stop. One common habit people have to keep the creative juices flowing is to reach for alcohol. But it turns out a cup of coffee may be better for you if you want to keep the writing momentum going strong. There's even a study out there that claims it's true. If you can find it, let me know. So next time you're feeling like you need a drink to fuel your creativity, make a Starbucks run instead. And while you're at it, don't forget to hydrate with water too. Another habit that can really affect your productivity is getting sucked into the rabbit hole of endless social media scrolling, emails, and other distractions. Trust me, I get the appeal. 
but studies show that activities that are related to motor tasks, like browsing through your Twitter feed, won't help you with divergent thinking and creativity. So try turning off the internet, keep your focus, and see if it makes a difference in boosting your productivity. Before you start writing, set a specific goal for yourself. For those who are new to writing sessions, I recommend starting with a goal of 10 pages. That should take you about an hour or two. Push yourself to finish the entire 10 pages in one go without getting up and leaving your writing spot. And if you manage to reach your goal, make sure to give yourself a pat on the back. Lastly, remember that it's important to rest. After all that writing from last night, today, I set aside some time for my other job, worked out, updated my blogs, organized my office, and cleaned my espresso machine. Just like an athlete, you can't underestimate the importance of giving your brain a break to avoid burnout. So go ahead and challenge a fellow screenwriter to a page count sprint, but don't forget to rest and recharge afterwards. In today's episode, we covered the benefits of writing marathons, including how to structure word sprints and wars, and the importance of taking breaks for productivity. We also discussed the importance of staying focused and setting goals while writing. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe or visit my website, amysudo.com, for more. And I'll catch you in the next one.